Hey, Peter Navarro here with the latest Substack and podcast and an inside look at the best 48 hours I spent in the Trump White House in four years. Here we go. Bidenomics is the evil root of the United Auto Workers strike. In 2019, from my catalytic perch in the White House, I entered into secret negotiations with both sides in a GM-UAW labor strike that had dragged on for a very painful month. Painful both to GM and its workers, but also to the U.S. economy. Within 48 hours, I was able to help broker a deal on behalf of President Trump that satisfied both sides. However, if I were in the Biden White House today, fat chance, there's not a snowball's chance in Hades I could work any such magic. Bidenomics is doing so much damage to America's auto industry and its workers that there is really no deal to make. From the perspective of the automakers, Bidenomics and the Democrats' radical Green New Deal has hurtled the automakers onto a path of rapid transformation away from the internal combustion engine to electric vehicles. The primary problem U.S. automakers face in meeting this challenge is that even at current wage and benefit levels, they can't possibly compete with a whole host of international competitors who have greater technological expertise, better access to the engines of EVs and lithium batteries, and ready access to a vast army of slave laborers and pollution havens, principally in communist China. Among these foreign challengers, Tesla, Tesla looms as the greatest existential threat to U.S. automakers, along with China's national champion, BYD. Once hailed as an American company, Tesla's Elon Musk has moved much of his production to communist China. Musk now commands the largest EV plant in the world in Shanghai, one capable of producing EVs for export to the U.S. and into foreign markets where U.S. automakers have to compete against Musk at deep discounts. Remember here, it's not just China's slave labor and lax environmental regulations that provide Tesla's unfair edge. Communist Chinese government also lavishes massive subsidies on its EV industry, far in excess of anything Bidenomics is throwing at the GMs and Fords of this American world. Fueled by such subsidies, Musk has shown a ruthless willingness to engage in predatory pricing and thereby take out any American competitors. Remember, too, that electric vehicles constitute an entirely new technology, gone from the bottom line of U.S. automakers of the highly profitable combustion engines and parts like pistons that make up the guts of a so-called gas guzzler, and gone too are those UAW jobs in the parts industry. Instead, whichever country can most profitably produce electric vehicle batteries will likely win the competition globally. Batteries alone account for as much as 20%, maybe 30% of the total cost. That winner-take-all country is, of course, Communist China, Inc. Add all this up, and American automakers like GM and Ford simply cannot afford a contract that generously compensates the UAW members while reinstituting massive benefits. 
Over the next contract cycle alone, these companies will not only face a flood of low-cost EV imports into the U.S. under the laissez-faire tariffless world of Bidenomics, American automakers will also get their clocks cleaned in export markets around the world by the likes of Tesla and the aforementioned BYD. BYD, this communist Chinese national champion, is already the world's largest EV maker in the world and a key reason why China is the world's largest electric vehicle exporter. Now, from the UAW's rank-and-file perspective, the news is equally grim. Bidenomics has bred a virulent and persistent stagflation, which, over the course of Joe Biden's regime, has significantly eroded real wages, particularly for blue-collar manufacturing workers like those in the UAW. A flood of illegal immigrants under Biden's open borders policies is also putting further downward pressure on wages across the blue-collar economy of America. Knowing this, and knowing that inflation is likely to continue, no UAW negotiator worth his or her salt would support a contract without a rock-solid cost-of-living adjustment clause, or so-called COLA. To put this in real terms, Current negotiation is not just about negotiating a significant wage increase in nominal terms, e.g. 36% over the life of the contract. It is also about ensuring that, say, a 9% wage boost each year is not completely obliterated by a 10% inflation rate a year. Quite possible under the profligate spending of the Biden regime and America's looming fiscal cliff. Of course, U.S. automakers are unlikely to accept the UAW's proposed COLA reinstatement precisely because of the risk and uncertainty it would impose on the company's bottom line. UAW lost the COLA in 2007. How do you spell stalemate? If I were still in the White House, I would, of course, try once again to broker a deal, but I would go into that deal with a heavy heart as I would know full well that any, quote, good deal for the automakers under Bidenomics would leave UAW members likely worse off, while any so-called good deal for the UAW would further imperil an American company and companies whose days may already be numbered. Of course, if I were still in a Trump White House, there is also not a snowball's chance in Hades that Donald Trump would let the Elon Musk's and BYDs of this world, even into American markets. Once again, we learn that elections have consequences. Peter Navarro, out. And please be sure to visit my substack at peternavarro.substack.com. That's peternavarro.substack.com. He's written for the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. And now he's writing for you at peternavarro.substack.com. Get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at peternavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at peternavarro.substack.com. Look around, 
me what you see Every day More people in the street Said I used to work in a factory Right now I don't work for anything Trading me. 